day in and day out as a homeschool mom, we have a lot of freedom, a ton of freedom, and not many people know what we do day in and day out. Granted, our children don't always know, or they don't always remember. You can ask at the end of the day, so what did you do today? And they're like, uh... Have you ever had anybody do that? Ask your kiddo what they're learning or what they did that today day, and they just give a blank stare and you're like, oh my goodness, we did do stuff. I promise. <laughs> Don't let them fool you. They just forgotten. That's just the nature of kids and childhood. But we don't have accountability as much. I mean, yeah, we have our state regulations and I know I've talked about this in a previous episode, but what do we do When we find ourselves falling off track, we have a routine that we want to follow. We have ideas on curriculum we want to do or field trips. We have plans for our homeschool and we're like, yeah, we're going to do this. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. We're totally going to rock this homeschool thing. And after a couple days, it just kind of falls off off the rails a little bit there. Today's Q&A Monday is a question that comes from Brittany in Texas, and I think you are really going to be able to relate to this. Now, she initially sent me an email with a question to answer here on the podcast, and she was talking about how her son is supposed to be doing, uh, moving into fifth grade work, and she's still teaching him some third grade math in fourth grade language. So she tells me it's overwhelming for her to find a flow, and it's like there's always something that comes up that gets in the way. So I emailed her back because I wanted a little bit more information, wanted to find out if there were any learning delays or what exactly was going on. And so she said, he's an awesome learner. It's just not getting, they're just having a hard time getting enough time and also taking the time for homeschool. And then she went on to say, I fail to stay consistent in our days as I get off track as well as them. She said, they'll do three days on and then they'll kind of drift off. And this last part, that's what I want to dive into. Because it's not necessarily what level of schooling he is doing. Let's get down to the base. Let's dig down into the foundation and find out why why is that the case. And we'll kind of talk about levels and that kind of stuff as well. But let's talk about this question and really dig underneath, like think of a tree. We're going to get down to the roots and we're going to find out why maybe that tree isn't quite as tall as she thinks it should be at this time. So let's talk about that right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. James and I have had a long-standing joke, like let's say 11-year joke when it comes to my homeschooling. And I'll say to him, you know, going into this week, it'll be maybe a Sunday. I'm like, this is the week. This is it. I know it. I can feel it in my bones that this is the week that all of my plans are going to happen. Everything is going to go smoothly. 
dinner is always going to be on the table in the right time. Everybody's going to respond really well. And our math lessons are going to go really good. And everything, the fun, the joy, everybody's going to get to bed on time. This is the week. And then come Friday, I would look at him and be like, this was not the week. And we would just laugh because it just was funny. Us as people, as moms, we can have great plans. You know, the best laid plans don't really happen. Do you know why? Because we live in the world with other people. There are always things that are going to come up and there's never going to be a perfect week. We're going to have some bad weeks. We're going to have some really good and great weeks. And then we're just going to have some weeks that are just normal, that are just somewhere in between. And through all of these weeks of homeschooling, we need to recognize for ourselves, what are our strengths and our weaknesses? And then we need to work with those. Those weaknesses, we might need to evaluate and see, how can I not let them hold me back or take me down or distract me from things or hold my family and my homeschool back from what it can be? And our strengths, we need to look at those and say, how can we play to those strengths? How can we allow those to shine and to pull our weaknesses up, we'll say. There also, we sometimes need to set some boundaries. And I talked about this in episode 58. So if you're feeling like some of the distractions and things that go on are because of a lack of boundaries, I want you to go back to episode 58. You can pause this right now and go back and listen, or you can wait until this episode is over and go back and listen to episode 58. But sometimes we need boundaries. Now I'm talking to Brittany and I'm talking to all of you. And I'm also talking to myself here too. But life is just going to be life. There's almost always something that is going on, something that can take our attention, something that can distract us. Those can be good things. Those can be bad things. And we need to evaluate in our own life, whether they are adding, they are something that is adding life to us or if it's something that's taking life from us. Sometimes there's going to be emergency situations. There's going to be a family member sick. And those aren't necessarily, we don't think of those as good things. We would think of them as a bad thing. It's just, it's taking from us and we're just mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausted. But we can't step away from those situations. We have a family member that we need to pour into and to take care of. And that means we're constantly evaluating different situations. Is this something that is sucking life out of me that now I don't have to pour into my family? Sometimes that does happen, like I just mentioned, and it's just as a short-term time in life that we need to push through in that and ask our kids for grace. There's also times where it just feels like there's drama in life, and there is going to sometimes be drama, but we have to be careful. We have to ask ourselves, is there a lot of drama in my life because I'm creating the drama, or I am getting involved in someone else's drama that I don't need to be involved in? At that point, maybe we need to pull back and we need to evaluate, okay, I am creating drama. Well, that's on me and I need to work on that. Or am I constantly falling into someone else's drama and I need to establish some boundaries? Again, go back to episode 58. If you're telling yourself, you know, there's, this is just life. This is how life kind of goes on. I am not falling prey to my weaknesses. And so for example, a weakness might be social media. I'm not getting off track from what we're doing because I'm spending hours scrolling on social media or watching useless YouTube videos. Going to assume that that's not what it is. If it is, then we need to address that. But also going to assume that it's not that you're creating drama or that you're getting involved in drama. You have your boundaries 
and all of those things. If that is the case, let's move into a couple of areas that I think that we need to look into and evaluate as well as pour into and make some changes and shifts so that when we are having a hard time making homeschooling a priority, then we need to evaluate what I've come up with five different areas, five different uh, evaluations that we need to do. We need to stop and we need to sit down and look. So go ahead, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper or the notes of your cell phone and go ahead and write down a couple of these key words so that when you feel that you are going off track consistently, like, oh, we had, you know, I had a whole week planned. I had five days planned. We did a couple and then we fell off by the end of the week. And then we never started back up with it the next week. And then we find ourselves in the next week and the next week. And I'm feeling guilty. I'm feeling bad about not doing those things that I had told myself that we were going to focus on and work on. The first one is I want you to evaluate if you're getting off track from your plan, from what you want to do with homeschooling. Are you doing it out of an avoidance because of avoidance that there you don't want to do it. There's a reason why you don't want to do it. Maybe kids are throwing temper tantrums or fits. It's just not where your heart is right now. Whatever the reason is, how do you know if this is what, if this is an issue? Okay. If you're finding yourself doing anything but homeschool, even things that aren't a priority, you're like, oh, oh, I just, I really, I don't know if I can do homeschool today. Underneath my refrigerator is pretty dusty. I got to clean that out. No, I'm not making fun of people who clean underneath their refrigerator often because you are more than likely to come over to my house. I will leave the door unlocked. I'll even help you pull the refrigerator out. (laughs) But if we are finding ourselves doing things, even tasks that we don't enjoy doing, say laundry isn't the highlight of your day or your week, but you're finding yourself, oh, I've got to get this laundry folded and put away. And I need to like Marie Kondo, is that her last name? you know, fold everything up and it needs to be all perfect. And that's something that you normally don't even like to do. Doesn't mean you don't do it. But if you're finding yourself doing that and avoiding doing homeschool, then you're probably falling into this avoidance and needs to be a little bit of a heart check and a little bit of asking yourself some hard questions and saying, why am I avoiding homeschool? What is the root cause of it? Number two here, I want you to ask yourself, and I'm just going to ask you this question too. But how important is grade level? Grade level is an external measurement of the state school. But guess what? We homeschool. And I fell into this track in the beginning. I know I've mentioned some stories here on the podcast in the past. And I know that my students in Clarifier Homeschool, I know you've heard you've heard quite a bit about this, more of the stories and more in depth. But when we as homeschoolers don't know the difference between schooling and education, we can very easily fall into this and have our bookshelves covered with those books of what my child needs to know in first grade, what my child needs to know in second grade, what my child needs to know in third grade, and so on. And we can fall into that. So let's ask ourselves, how important is grade level? I've also talked about this in the past too, is that curriculum, homeschool curriculum is going to put a grade level on their books. Because how else do we know? How else do we measure that? Maybe they don't put necessarily grade level, they might say book one, book two, book three. And so there's a progression. Think of grade level just as a progression. And maybe you're submitting state paperwork. Maybe Brittany's submitting state paperwork, um, but you're in Texas. So (laughs) lucky you, you don't have to submit state paperwork. But say you were in a state that's more strict and you have to, and you're writing down on it that he's in fifth grade and you're looking at the grade level of the books he's doing and you're seeing that there's a disconnect. 
if a child is progressing, if they are working hard, it does not matter if on their paperwork you say they're in fifth grade and they are doing third, fourth grade level. They're working hard at it. They're trying. They're gaining knowledge. They're making progress. And that is our goal. However, Brittany's saying that he's a bit behind, quote unquote, behind and not accomplishing all that she wants him to because they're just kind of falling off track here and there. We need to remember that as homeschoolers and as moms, we need to do right by our kids. If there are no learning delays and say that your kiddo is struggling to read and they're in middle school and they really can't read, we're going to say like, we're going to go worst case scenario here. That's on us as homeschool moms. If there is no other reason, again, no learning delay, no nothing, there's nothing hindering him or her. It's just us. Lack of exposure. We're not even reading to them. They're not even listening to audiobooks. None of that stuff. I'm thinking extreme here. If our kiddos get to a point, middle school, high school, and they are greatly struggling in the basics, I'm sorry to say it's a little bit of tough love, but that's on us. That's on us as homeschool moms. And we really need to do right by our kiddos. We want to launch them out into the world so that they can, they can function. They can function well because they have these basics. So we need to think about how important is grade level. We want to keep them progressing. And if you know that they can do a higher grade level than what they are, but they just haven't gotten there because we haven't taken the time to work on it with them, then again, that's also also on us. And I do want you to go back to listen to that also episode 58. And I do talk about how important this role as homeschool mom is and how like it's kind of our full-time gig and it needs to be a priority for us. But that also falls under the umbrella of what education is. Education isn't just sitting down with a book and taking tests and answering questions and reading textbooks. That's not just what education is. So don't send me any hate mail. (laughs) Go back to episode 58 and listen to that and understand what kind of I'm, think- I'm talking about in terms of education as well. So number three, in light of like this one kind of is in the shadow of number two of how important is grade level. Number three is I want you to focus on the three R's. Remember that? Reading, writing, arithmetic. I mean, I gra- they, this is from like, this is old. Reading, writing, arithmetic. They, they drop the A from arithmetic. But in the elementary years, just as a whole, focus on those. Reading, reading to them, helping them to learn how to read. Writing, knowing how to write things. You start with the alphabet, putting letters together to form words, putting words together to form sentences, sentences to form paragraphs. And arithmetic. Focus on the arithmetic that is going to help and serve them in the world. No matter what math, higher level math they get to, they have to know the basics. Adding, subtracting, multiplying, dividing, Those are things that us as adults, most of us do on a regular basis, cooking and baking, going to the grocery store, um, say just even buying tomatoes from a by the side of the road farm stand kind of thing. Well, I want to buy this many tomatoes and it costs this much. There's no one there to do the math for us. We need to do the math, count our money, put the money in the box. So let's focus on those. There are so many subjects out there. And if you've ever gone onto a homeschool curriculum website or to a homeschool convention, you're like, oh my goodness, there is so much that I should be doing. I want you to focus. If you're having a hard time getting in what you want to get done, just focus on these three areas, reading, writing, arithmetic. If that whole schedule of having science and history 
and grammar and civics and spelling and vocabulary and I'm thinking there art, music, gym, all of those things. If that is too much, that's okay. Slow down, take a step back and focus on the reading, writing, arithmetic. The rest will fall into place. If your child can read, if they can write, if they can do basic math, everything else is built upon that. And so in the elementary school years, when you are feeling overwhelmed and you're having a hard time sticking to a routine in what you really in your heart know you want to do for homeschool, focus on those three areas. But you're like, but wait, what about history? Or my state regulation says I have to do this history. Well, get a book that has to do with a history time period and read that to them. Have them read it. There's your reading. There's your history. I hope you feel a little bit better now about that. <laughs> okay, let's go on to number four. To help us stay on track, the best thing to do is to create a vision for your homeschool as well as for your family and goals. Goals for your homeschool overall, goals for your homeschool for each kiddo, maybe goals for your homeschool for just this school year. Let's just pair, let's just forget about the whole thing right now. When you're first starting out with this, let's focus on our goals for this child, this homeschool year. This vision and these goals. They act as our guidance and our inspiration. It is what will be the driving force. It is what will get us out of bed in the morning as our feet hit the ground and we'll say, this, this is my goal. We are going to homeschool and we're going to parent our children for the long term. There are a lot of things that we can do in the short term that make it easier, but in the long term, it doesn't necessarily make it easier. And so our parenting, our homeschooling, is going to be us focused on the long term. And as they get older, it's going to be their own choices as to what they what they do and, and what they do with all of that time, energy, and education and everything you've poured into them. It'll be up to them. It'll be between them and God, how they choose to go out and live their life. But let's form that foundation. And when it comes to education, again, focus on the reading, writing, arithmetic. So how do we stay on track? Let's think about who do we want to, who do we want our children to be when they are young adults and we launch them into the world? And if you haven't listened to episode 51, I specifically talk about this. It is a coaching call and I work through with the mama, talking to her about creating a vision and goals. And this right here is the first lessons in Clarify Your Homeschool. That's how important that I know it is. Because if we don't know where we're going, it doesn't matter the curriculum. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, if you have a destination in mind and you're going to get on the road, you're going to get into a car. It doesn't matter what kind of car it is. If you don't know where you're going, you're like, I, I don't, I don't know what this is. You know, I'm picturing myself just kind of like swimming through the water. Like you don't even know where you're getting to. You're in this, you know, it's like you're swimming in an ocean. Let's take you to like a swimming pool so you can see the other side. You know what your vision is and you know what's going to get you there. And that's your goals. And Clarify Your Homeschool is that which is going to help you see that other side of the pool. It is what is help you see when you're sitting in your car, that destination at the other end. We're going to talk about that from the beginning. Because if you don't have that, choosing your curriculum, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what curriculum you choose at that point. Because you, because is that going to serve you? Is it going to get you to where you where you want to go? Probably not because you haven't chosen the curriculum 
in light of what your vision and what your goals are and what you want for your family. And it really is why I am so passionate about the course, because I know that it works. I have seen it work over and over and over again with these amazing, beautiful mamas that God has blessed me with the ability to speak into and to encourage and to listen to how they got to homeschooling and listen to their struggles and to celebrate in their, in their triumphs. And I know you've been thinking about it. You've been saying to yourself, I should get in there. I should really get this solid foundation because I want to homeschool well. I want you to get your fingers out. And I want you to type in clarifyyourhomeschool.com and get started today so that when you start school, again, here in August or September, it doesn't matter your day that your official day you begin. When you start, you are going to start off well. You're going to see that destination. You're going to know where you're headed to because you're going to put in the time and the work. And together, we are going to hash that all out. And you're going to be super excited about the homeschool year that is coming up. And years down the road from now, you're going to look back and say that that was the year that I took our homeschool back. That was the, or that was the year that I began homeschooling and I began from the beginning homeschooling well. So we, number four here is we need to stay on track in order to do that. We need to have a vision and goals. And number five, if after this, if after number one, you have evaluated for getting off a track because of avoidance. Number two, you've evaluated how important is the grade level and am I trying and working hard at it? Number three, have I been focusing on the reading, writing, and arithmetic in the elementary years? Because I know the rest is going to fall into place if they know those things. Number four, if you are staying on track, you've created your vision and your goals. And even more importantly, you've gotten into clarify your homeschool. Number five, then if those things, if you're still struggling, you've done all of those and you're still tr- still struggling, what you probably most likely need is some accountability. You need somebody in person. Maybe you need to find a homeschool mom who is willing to mentor you. Maybe you just need to find, doesn't even need to be a homeschool mom, an older woman who is willing to come alongside you and to encourage, even if she never did homeschool, because she sees that what you are doing is a good thing and she is able to hold you accountable. Maybe you need to get into a co-op that's going to help facilitate this. Now, a lot of our co-ops do extra kind of stuff. They might not focus on the reading, writing, and arithmetic. They may. But if a lot of them don't, so maybe you can find one that does, it'll help hold you accountable every single week. You're going to show up and they're going to have expected you and your kiddo to have done the work they wanted you to do in between. And it can sometimes be very hard to humble ourselves and to ask somebody to help hold us accountable, but it's worth it. It's a hundred percent worth it because you know what your vision is and your goals are, and you can see that destination down the road and you just know that with your strengths and weaknesses and your personality, you need someone to come alongside you. And that is okay to do because it's going to be worth it. Take that time, humble yourself, ask somebody to come alongside you. In the meantime, get in to clarify your homeschool because I will come alongside you too, okay? I promise. This has been a fantastic question and a great way to start off this week. I hope your Monday has started off well. I hope that your week is is going well in your summer and I hope that you are enjoying it. I hope that you are finding yourself just at a slower pace, relaxing a bit, refreshing, doing something to pour into yourself. What do you want to do? Take some time this summer, mama, 
and go do something fun by yourself with some girlfriends. Enjoy just a little bit of time, a break to breathe, a little less responsibilities when it comes to meeting our homeschool goals uh, during that time. Doesn't mean that these this summer means that we're not focused on the goal. Doesn't mean it's all like, you know, if your goal is to raise children, to have a certain character, that we just forget about that the entire summer because that'll not go well. <laughs> but I just hope that this summer you just kind of can step back and focus on the necessary things and have a little bit of fun yourself. All right, friend, we will see you back here on Thursday. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, mama.